Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Wait, did I do that? Are you doing that or am I? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got him screaming, Hold on, what's going on right now? Is the intro playing? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. We your number one spot. We your number one spot for some sports, huh? Got the city going crazy when we work, huh? We top two, but we ain't two. We in first, huh? And when you need the real, we is who you search, huh? D-Lo. KC. D-Lo. KC. D-Lo. KC. D-Lo. We your number one spot. Bob, check where y'all at, where y'all at, where y'all at. Y'all know what it is. We're going to talk about it. There's some things to be said. Yeah. But the Kings got a win last Wait night. Wait a minute. They do not know what Sacktown brings. Win on the low, that's a Sacktown thing. Talking about us, it's a bounce out thing. Must they forgot we some Sacramento Kings. Whole squad going crazy, yeah, we back with it. Northern Cali going crazy, one sack winning. If you doubted us, then ain't no back spinning. This is real right here, ain't no catfishing. Oh. Uh. So tell me what you see now. See now. Coming down the lane off the rebound. Rebound. It's 916 now. Look towards the sky like the beam now. Tell hey. Love our boy Young Zell. Hey, hey. Yo. It's a one verse day. Yeah, definitely. It's, 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 it's a one verse day. We, we ain't getting two perform. We ain't getting two verses for that game. <laughs> Uh, last night, man. But we're so happy that you're here. A win is a win. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. But as we said, the Sacramento Kings get a victory. Lots of breaking news this morning. Pete Carroll out uh, wow. in, in, in Seattle. Uh, Kawhi Leonard signs a contract extension. Apparently, there was a bombshell in the athletic today. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Actually, we won't. We've been talking about it for three days. Absolutely not a shot at the individual who wrote the article. That is my man in 150 grand. Uh, but D'Lo and KC audience know what's up. We've been talking about that for two days now. Facts. Um, let's start with Domas. Like I, we, we could we could talk about everything else all through the day. We're starting with Domas though. 
I said like three days ago, yeah, he's probably not going to score 40 in a game. That's just not his style. Like he's, he's going to find other guys to do it. Well, my bad. He drops 37 last night. Uh, boy, they loved him some triple doubles unless it's DeMontis Sabonis dishing him out. 37, 10, and 13. I almost fainted last night. Netflix loves him. Netflix do love him. We'll talk about that as well. I almost fainted. Uh, uh, last night, I, 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 I was up way my bedtime and saw – uh, uh, Sabonis' so 37 leads Kings on the bottom line of the the uh, the, the ESPN ticker. Like, oh my God, what what Kings fan hijacked ESPN? <laughs> I don't think I've, I've I don't think I've ever seen that before. Nah, I mean, they are acknowledging him. You no, know? they are acknowledging him as they should. And oh, uh, I'm Damian Barling. The ultimate needle mover. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge there me. There you go. <laughs> DeMontis Sabonis. Acknowledge Damn me. Yeah, straight up, straight up. Um, but getting that acknowledgement that he deserves. I mean, last night, to a certain degree, you put that back, yeah. and I don't care if they're playing the uh, Blind Sisters of the Poor or the Detroit Pistons, don't matter. Mm-hmm. Get that W. He put that team on his back, 37 points. To go along with 13 assists, 10 rebounds, yeah. dominating. Absolutely, big time performance from uh, from Demontis Sabonis. There's a couple of of the Sacramento Kings, including uh, your second year star Keegan Murray, uh, who Ooh. had a big time performance. Those guys really kind of led the way uh, for Sacramento. And of all of the different frustrating notes throughout the last little couple weeks or whatever. Keegan is the one, you know, the the the, the kind of ups and downs that I'm a little, I'm just not, I don't care. I, not that I don't care. I'm just not concerned about. It. Like it's whatever to me. Mm. I try to keep, I try to keep the the Keegan Murray thing in like a little bit of perspective here. Mm. We're extremely high on him. The young man is a phenomenal basketball player. He's also a second year player. Yeah. And I talked yesterday about how I thought the firing of Mike Vrabel was wrong. And I felt like the, the 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 lack of patience with owners and general managers sometimes leads to to to, to rash decisions. It was just my opinion that I was sharing on the, on the Vrabel situation. Yep. That I think happens a lot too with young players in the league. And while I'm I'm certainly not suggesting a rash decision is have like regarding Keegan Murray. I don't mean anything like that. But sometimes we get quick to criticize the way Keegan is playing, forgetting like yo, it's like yo, it's it's all right. Like he's shown enough sign. You, you, it's all there. Like you can see it. We've seen it multiple times this year, on a far greater degree, in a far greater degree than we saw last year. Mm-hmm. I feel very, very confident about what Keegan is. I'm far more frustrated with guys like Kevin Herter and Harrison Barnes than I am with Keegan Murray. I want him to be better. I want him to be more consistent. I should say. I believe he can be more consistent. But when he's not, I'm not mad at him. Right. It's just kind of. Be patient. Don't let our our twenty four seven information consumption fool us. Right. Like, be patient. Let 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 the let the young man find his find his place. So, um, I I agree with everything you're saying. Thank and you. I think what's gonna come about today when we talk about a, about about a lot of different things is. How important is this year to the fans, 
to the Sacramento Kings. Because there may be some there may be some things you got to sacrifice for this season to get to to get what you want moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I think Keegan Murray being your third best scorer is one of those things. Like you may not be what you want to be this year because you're letting him go through the ups and downs of being a second year player. If you're okay with that, then that's cool. But if you say I'm not okay with that, I need more for this team, I want more for this team, then not saying to trade him, but you're going to have to go find that consistent third score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know what that's going to cost you as well. And then like like we always talk about. Ain't going to cost you him. The development of of, uh, Keegan Murray Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff, that that may be put on the back burner if, you know what I'm saying, if if, – if, if, you, if, if you're if, looking to move forward and, and do things this year, and there's things we'll talk about later in the show where you got to say, hey, how much, how important is this year to you? Is it more important than the next three or four years? Mm. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it does, it's, 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 it's weird. The, the Kings record is better than last year at this time. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's unfair I don't think it's misleading to say it's significantly better. Yeah, what was it? Probably like two I think or we, three games. Yeah, we looked at it. I, I think we looked at it yesterday. What, what day? Is it? We looked at it one day recently, and yeah, it was I think plus it was like Monday or something. Like that. They, they, they were they were plus two last year, yeah. above five hundred. What did last? What did last night? Plus eight now. Yeah. yeah. To me, that's significantly better. Sorry, Jessica. Go ahead. It. Um, with the comparison to like where they were last year compared to now, is that the right comparison, or should we just be looking at how they left off last season? That's very fair. Say All, it one more time for me, Jesse. So, like, what I'm saying is, like, I see a lot of comparisons, like what they were last year compared to right now. But shouldn't like, isn't the comparison more so fair to compare them to what they were when they left off, like when they lost in the playoffs? I guess, like, yeah, what they were at that yeah. time. So, no, rather than fair. comparing now to January, you who know, they were January they to January, season. compare January to. April. Yeah, I, I got you. You're right. It, 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 that, that, that's that's completely fair. With the thought, though, that there wasn't much change right. this off season, right. right? There was no, there was no, you know, young rookie that you had to throw in here. There was no draft pick. You, you, you not to suggest they didn't do anything. You, 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 you have guys you got to work in. Sasha came over. Chris Dorothy, like I get all that, right. but. There weren't sweeping changes. There was no DeMontis Sabonis acquisition. There was no Kevin Herter acquisition, right? Like your your team, the, the core of your team was still essentially the same. Right. So, yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a com, that's a completely fair assessment. So when when we talk about when we talk, I might about change that. my mind in an hour. So we'll we'll revisit it. When we talk about that, the the pieces and the personnel is still the same, but the the thing that just kept going through my head. Last night, as I saw the Kings give up 47 points in the first quarter, I pray for times when the Kings score 30 points in a quarter, mm-hmm. right? They scored 30 in that first quarter and were down 17, 18. I mean, it was, it was – I couldn't believe it. And the thing that just kept coming to my mind, and I mentioned it to you, Dame, I said, and the Kings are trying to tell us something. This team is trying to tell us something. Like they're lassie. <laughs> 
They're trying to tell us something. I'm not sure what it is, but they're definitely speaking to us. Definitely. I don't know what it is. I got a couple ideas. Mm-hmm. I could share them with you guys about what I think it might be. But you don't just keep going down like this because it's just who you are. There's some things going on, I believe, in that locker room. They don't have to be, like, super dramatic or anything else like that. But, yeah, the Kings are – yeah, they're talking to us. Amory, talking, talking, talking to me. Amory, it's a good, it's a good callback right there. Um, I feel like that's a big – I feel like what you just said is a big, like, thread of today's show. Like, what are the Kings trying to tell us? What did, what, like, we're, we, you know, Kenny and I were, were, uh, we were out with some, with our people last night. Yeah. So we, you know, we, 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 it, we actually had a cool opportunity to watch the game next to the Golden One Center. Yeah. We were at the revival and there was, hey, when, how, how, when does the beam get lit? It was like, well, they got to win. I assume it's a few minutes after they went. Like, I swear the buzzer went off and boom, purple light in the sky. Because it was kind of like, all right, has anyone has anyone not? You know, it was a pretty good good sized group. Has anyone not seen the beam in person? Does anyone go outside and see it? Yeah. So the thought was, the buzzer goes off. It's like, hey, anyone who wants to go see it, let's go outside. We can see the beam again. Right. We stood up. Oh, look, there it is. <laughs> it's like it's time to the buzzer. Final buzzer. Boom, purple light in the sky. Um, right there for you. But let's 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 come back. Let's because we're we're watching this game, you know, kind of on the phone with with our girl Carrie, big Kings fan, and it's like, how are they? Win- how did they win this game by twenty? Like they were down. To- we we walked into our gathering. They're down twenty. We they, they they get to halftime and it's like, all right, all right. It feels like they we got this under control. Going to the fourth quarter, it's a one point game. It's like what the hell is happening right now? Yeah. And then. They won by twenty. Craziness. So we'll dive Craziness. into all of that. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story too that that remind that could be going on with this team. I'm gonna go change clothes because the chat is they're jerks. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get a, chat, a, I mean, an insider. Stand up. You stand up and you know. I'm gonna you go, show them that tag or something. I'm gonna like go that. get they'll, an they'll insider's sweater so the chat stops bullying me. They'll be, they'll be quiet. And I knew, I knew too. I was like, I look like I look like Debo. Like I look like this. <laughs> I look like I'm off an extra on Friday, like Debo's little brother. Uh, We'll come back. Um, What are the Kings trying to tell us? We'll find out. And D'Lo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's speak on it. Speak on it. The, what I just said during the commercial? Yeah, yeah. I just I don't I don't like the direction this Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers thing is going. What you mean? I don't like that Aaron Rodgers is using this platform to be a psychopath. Like it's one thing to be a like I think Aaron Rodgers is a piece of crap. Like that's one it's just it's one thing to be a bad person. Yeah. Like the stuff he did with Jimmy Kimmel and then the stuff he he did to backtrack off like why are you going on Pat McAfee's show on ESPN as the quarterback of the New York Jets to talk about some list of Jeffrey uh, Epstein, why, why, why is that a conversation? Because he's smarter like, than everybody. Well, why are you, why, why are we doing this? Like, why are you talking about the COVID vaccine? The hell does that have to do with any of this? And now that it's, it's this, like now, now ESPN has to apologize for what Aaron Rodgers is saying on that platform because they essentially purchased the rights to the Pat McAfee show, and Pat McAfee pay, pays Aaron Rodgers to air it during the season. And now, like, there's this kind of, I don't know if there, I feel like, and I could be completely wrong, like there might be this mini standoff between ESPN and Pat McAfee already. And I think, I, I, don't, I don't watch Pat McAfee regularly. I don't think I'm his target audience. But I'm not, like, I think he's very good. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think he, he's done an amazing job building a platform that is his, it is his style, and he has made, a, like, Disney cater to him. That's fantastic. Like, that's what everyone should strive for, right? When in the content creating business, that's what you should strive for. But now Aaron Aaron Rodgers' appearance on that show is now a circus. And that idiot has the nerve in there and say, you know what the Jets need to do? You know what we need to do? We need to eliminate distractions. We need to eliminate all the outside noise. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you're the outside noise. <laughs> I never heard a single New York Jet say anything except for your dumb ass. Right. So you want to eliminate that? Cool, quit. Then it's eliminated, bro. This is you. Yeah. I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't like this. And now we're going in, you know, I, from, from what I understand, he's done, he's done for the year. But now we're going into like an election season. Hmm. What are these appearances going to be like come September, October, and November? And is ESPN, ESPN, Again, I have all the respect in the world for Pat McAfee. ESPN, you're willing to fall on this sword? You're, you're, you're willing to do this. At this time of year, at this juncture of this country and this world, I, I, I just I don't like every day I'm opening up and seeing something about Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with nothing. I agree. 
I agree with everything you said, man. Like goofy, man. he's he's, goofy. he's a he's a he's a wild boy, man. Aaron Rodgers is, is absurd, is a wild, wild dude. It's man. ridiculous. And Pat McAfee, uh, I know that's his boy. I know they're friends or whatever. But I mean, I feel like he gotta he's gotta see he's getting used right now. He's getting used by Aaron Rodgers. He he is getting used by Aaron Rodgers. But the problem is, from the Pat McAfee standpoint, I have no idea what Pat McAfee is thinking. I have no idea how Pat McAfee feels about any of this. But every time that dude appears on that show, it hits the news cycle. And I don't I'm I don't subscribe to the all publicity is good publicity. Right. I don't subscribe to that. But with McAfee now on ESPN, maybe he feels that way. Hmm. Maybe it's like, yo, I this this hits the news cycle. This doesn't just hit the news cycle of ESPN. This hit the news cycle of the Hollywood reporter. This hit the news cycle of Fox News. This hit the news cycle of CNN. Yeah. That brings attention to me. That ups my value. That brings attention to my crew here that I'm I'm paying to work with me. Right. Yeah. And like you said, I don't, I don't know. And how that's he, just a guess. Like yeah. I'm I'm just trying to figure out. Like that's that's, well, that's, that's just a guess. Definitely. That's definitely what it does. Like that's not. There's nothing to guess about that. That's what it does. Mm. Is he okay with it? Is the thing that we don't so know. I, and I feel and I feel like he is. I feel like he is because I because if, if if any because he plays into it, yeah. Like I've seen enough of it to know that he plays into the whole. He could have. I mean, he could have squashed a lot of this a long time ago. Right. When when uh, right. when he came out and called Kelsey Mister Pfizer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you could have. Hey, bro, that's not what this is about. Like you you ain't even yeah. gonna clown him on on air, but just afterward, hey man, that's not what this is supposed to be. You're about, talking man. about Leave debate me about COVID nineteen, like bro, what like what. Bro, you're literally the last person in America to talk about COVID nineteen still. But to to that point as well, he was doing this before he got to ESPN. Uh, McAfee and Aaron Rodgers, remember he was no, doing no. this stuff before. But see, that's fine. So, so, so he, I, but, but, I I think Pat is probably like cool with it. And 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 and, and I agree. I would have squashed it when but it wasn't the, on ESPN. I would have been like, bro, we ain't doing. But the that. problem is ESPN ESPN should have dealt with this then before signing Pat McAfee to the money that they did. Because they're they're you know if if this is a fo- if this is a, a football season deal, do the math. Yeah. This is going to line up to be a really really uncomfortable situation for ABC, ESPN, and Disney next next season later this year. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to the Kings here. Kings beat the Detroit Pistons last night. Uh, there's a number of things to talk about with Sacramento Kings. We'll open the phone lines for you as well. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. If you want to get in. Uh, on the convo, uh, we're happy you're all here with us, hanging out. Uh, I'm happy to be the butt of your jokes today. For those that are watching on YouTube and Twitch, appreciate you. What What do you think the Kings? You said this before the break. I thought you said this beautifully. You said this last night. Kenny and I watched the game together last night. We were just so confused by what we were seeing and what was happening and how it ultimately wound up being a 21 point game. I don't think it's it 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 felt like watching the game back late last night that it was a lot like the the Pelicans game for the Kings in that it was a 20-point game for the most – it, it was essentially a 20-point game. But there were a few spurts just out of nowhere that turned it into a 40-point game, right. and then it turned it into a 50-point game. It felt like there were a couple of moments at the right time that just eliminated the 20-point lead, like there were three straight turnovers in the second quarter. The Kings made him pay on all of them. I think it was capped off by, you know, Keegan got super hot in the second quarter. And then there was a stretch in the fourth where the Kings just hit the rocket ship and took off on both sides of the floor. Right. 
And you said twice last night, they're trying to tell us something. I just don't know what it is. You said it a minute ago. We've had the night to to kind of sleep on it. What are they trying to tell us? I'm a I'm a talk man because they're lassie. I'm a talk. What is it, girl? <laughs> what is it, girl? <laughs> I'm a talk man. Darren is falling down the well. <laughs> I think they're trying to. So let me let me preface this by saying I ain't gonna say no names when I tell this story, but. I ain't even going to tell you what team I'm talking about. But I remember talking to a player on a team that had just made deals at the deadline. And I was just kind of joking like, oh, yeah, getting player X out of there, you know, that that just cleared everything up. And I was like, bruh, you don't even know. And it wasn't even like, oh, no – like, he didn't have a problem with this guy. This guy wasn't a bad ball player. No, what I took from that was the the months of, number one, speculation of whether this player was going to be here or not. Number two, the player's energy the whole time. Mm. And he was like, bruh, you don't even know. Like, everything is just opened up now. Like, it's great. I thought about that. Last night with Harrison, Herter, and Davion. I don't know how they're approaching the team and all this other stuff, but it feels like it feels like the the team is trying to tell us everybody's not all in here, and we keep going to these players and keep doing things with these players that you know they they could take it or leave it. You know what I mean? And I think not only is that, we talk about that weighing on the players that are involved, whose names are involved in these trade talks. I think it weighs on the players that are there too. Mm. Because in a lot of respects, they're trying to accomplish something. They're trying to move forward. And it's hard to move forward if you got two or three guys that aren't aren't pulling their weight Mm -hmm. and aren't committed to pulling their weight. Mm. Now, Herder, we don't have to speak around it, but Herder, Barnes, mm. Mitchell, they're professionals. They're doing yeah. the best they uh, humanly can to eliminate distractions and just be there for their for their teammates. But it's, it's also human nature mm-hmm. that you're probably not going to be as invested as you were if your situation was secure here. Mm-hmm. So what I got out of all that, what I think they're trying to tell us is they're all just waiting for a move to be made so they can move forward. That's what I think. Okay. I I I, I smell what you're cooking. Um Harrison's game log is certainly eye catching. I I actually thought again, not being able to watch like the entirety of the game as it was happening. I I thought as I sat down, I th- I, I was kind of, I was almost watching for Harrison to get hurt, and I looked back at some. I, I went back to some of James's tweets to see if there was a moment he got hurt. James didn't tweet anything. I went back to Sean's tweets. I was looking for something. There was there was nothing there. Matt George, okay, like maybe he didn't get hurt, and he, then I realized as I'm just watching the game play out, oh Harrison just he didn't get the run, and 
Harrison, of the three individuals you named, and I agree a thousand percent, they're all professionals of the highest level. Mm-hmm. Harrison will always be the one that I'm like the least concerned that he'll be affected by this. I agree with the sentiment that there's a, th- a, a, a thought of what's ahead over the course of the next, you know, 28, 29 days. But I think the other part of what you said is more important and more accurate. And we touched on this earlier in the week that the idea of all in might not exist anymore. Mm. It was a great jump start. Right there, there are things from last season that need to carry over. Mm-hmm. The beam, yes, needs to carry over. <laughs> the your 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 identity yeah. as a basketball team needs to carry over. The idea of all in carrying over, I think, was a stretch from the beginning, because I think meaning the beginning of this season, because I think it's something that you can sit down if you're Mike Brown with your team last year and say. Not all of us, you know, De'Aaron's been here, you know, five years. Mm-hmm. Harrison has been here, you know, four years or whatever or whatever it was. They've been through some some ugly stuff here in Sacramento. You wear a King's uniform. You know the history of this organization. You know that this, this organization is at 16-plus years missing the playoffs. We're not missing the playoffs again. Mm-hmm. This organization isn't missing the playoffs again. De'Aaron Fox isn't missing the playoffs again. Harrison Barnes isn't missing the playoffs again. And the only way we can assure that that happens is we've got to be all in. Terrence, you've got to be all in. Alex, you've got to be all in. Rashawn, you've got to be all in. Everybody buys into that moment. In my opinion, you can't give that speech again at the beginning of this year. Now, I, I realize how weird that may sound and then like why wouldn't everybody be all in you've got to find some type of different messaging right the messaging has to be different to a certain degree this 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 team is a run it back team right like that's what we talked about all we're running it back Sasha a couple of little acquisitions here well Sasha wasn't all in last year you know maybe maybe it works when you message it with Chris Duarte and some of these other guys no like I don't think it does because now you have all right success now you have, as Jesse was talking about, how this team ended last year. Yo, we're good. We're a good basketball team. This team knows that they're good. And now it's, all right, so what do we do to get to the next level? Which I think was everyone's thinking. You cautioned everybody on this for months. But the idea was always, okay, well, it's not a success if you don't, you know, you got to win a series now. That's the progression, right? You made the playoffs. You lost in the first round. Well, the next prog- you got to advance. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. You pulled up countless pieces of evidence. It's like it's not. No, it's not. You could certainly point to moments where it's where it's worked, mm-hmm. but it's not the. It's not the book. Right. There's no book for this. If you're talking about a team that has been really good for eight straight years or something like that, like that, it's not first year. First round exit, then second year Western Conference Finals. Like it's it takes a little more time. I mean, it, it, like the, Portland. How many times did we ask the question? Yeah. How many times did we ask? Would you rather be Sacramento 
and not make the playoffs or beat Portland knowing you're not going to win a title. You get those moments. You get, you get, you know, you get Steph Curry missing that shot. You get uh, uh, Davion Mitchell hitting that, that, that shot in the corner. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you get that game six performance on the road in San Francisco. You get those moments. Maybe, maybe you get a walk off from De'Aaron. Not going to win a title. You're going to lose in the first round a lot. That's the other thing about Dame Lillard. People, for some reason, don't talk about. Dame lost in the first round a lot. And is Sacramento, this Sacramento Kings team, closer to those Portland teams, or are they closer to the Denver Nuggets? I think, I think, even though we love the Denver Nuggets matchup, closer to the Portland team. Mm. I don't think this is a championship caliber team right now. Right. So you're going to have to, we are going to deal with the the ups and downs. As, as Matt George said, you're up, you're down. I want to get off this ride. <laughs> this is how Matt George let off his podcast. Like, just let me off of this. This is, this is I'm, I'm getting nauseous here. There's a lot going on with Sacramento. Mm. But I think it boils, I think it, it, it traces all the way back to the all-in thing that you said right there, like I, that's not that's not the thing anymore. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a big issue. Um, the question is, like, what are they, what are they gonna do about? It, right, like, what what are the guys that are trying to be all-in? What are they gonna do about it? Are they gonna just? Find a way like Sabonis last night just said, forget it. Like, I'll just – we'll do it live. All right? That's what he said last night. He said, we'll do it live. Damn thing sucks. Uh, or are they going to – Who is that again? Uh, Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly, that's what it was. <laughs> Damn it. That's such a great clip. If you've never seen it, you got to see it. That's an all-timer. <laughs> you know, is, is that going to be the case? Or, you know, are they going to, you know, band together? You know, I – it also comes back to the thing that we ended a little bit on earlier is like how how important is this season to this organization? You know, because if this season and progressing this season is really important, they're gonna have some they're gonna have some tough decisions to make. They're gonna have some real tough decisions to make. It's not as simple as, oh, just trade and get better. They're gonna have some tough decisions they gotta make. But if they feel like, hey, you know, we want to see this thing for the long haul. We're willing to play it slow if need be. Then I say all that to say, might not see any changes. And then what is this team going to do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I just asked the question. So, do, 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 is, is okay, I can attempt to answer it. Yeah. Is there a sense of relief for winning last night? No, no, no. You, you said, what's the, what's the team going to do if there's no changes? Oh, um, is there a sense of relief? Yeah, maybe so. Can they, can they, can they, can so. they, are they, are they, shoop a doop? Are they waiting to exhale? <laughs> congratulations, Angela Bassett, by the way. Always congratulations. Queen Angela Bassett. Congratulations, Angela Bassett, just all the time. Yes, yes. Um, there could be, there could be. I mean, hey, there, or there's like a, uh, and it is relief, but like there's a sense of, well, we're here. You know, at least yeah. for this season. So let's let's go ahead, push through as a unit. Um, let's make sure we're doing all we can as a team. 
you know, because this is this is it. Like we're not traded. We're not being traded. We're not going nowhere. This is it. Let's be the best we can together. So that could that could happen for sure. But I think I think this team is I think one way or another this team is waiting for um, how do you say like uh, some a, a definitive answer one way or the other. Hmm. You know, either we're going to stay together and we're going to get through this together or people are going to move on. I don't think that's an answer they're going to get until the trade deadlines. I don't think the Kings organization is going to assure them like, hey, we're not making any because I don't yeah, I, I don't think that's the case. Is that's this current group ceiling, is it clear now? Like last year we were kind of deciding, oh, can they be contenders, can they be title contenders? Do we know what their ceiling is right now with this current roster of players? I don't think we do. I don't think we do either. And the reason I, I – <laughs> This this might just be overly optimistic or when this team is hidden, like they're incredible. Like there's still there's still an incredible basketball team here. There's still an amazingly fun basketball team here. The problem is they're just so wildly inconsistent. Like KC said this a, a couple of days ago. I don't know why I said that like he's not here. <laughs> you said this a couple of days ago where, you know, the, the, the ups and the downs, the ups and the downs, could this team possibly win a playoff series? Yeah, because they could be up. Yeah. <laughs> they, they could be up when the first round gets here. Right. And, if it, you know, the ball's moving. Uh, Kevin Herter's hot. Harrison's feeling good. Boom. Guys Four, are playing defense. Four-two series win. Yeah. <laughs> See, but how often does that happen though? Like Harrison, like well, they don't ruin the don't ruin my point. That's what I'm trying to ask. How often does that happen now? But but, but here's the thing though: if this this team's eight games above five hundred, right? If it happens one more time and it's around the time of the playoffs, yeah, that's the that's the that's that's the thing. It, there's it's so wildly inconsistent. Crazy inconsistent. And then just you asked the, the question, how often does it happen? It happens enough to be eight games over five hundred. You know what I'm saying? Fair and point. I, I don't I don't know if that's I'm not saying that's that's where I'd wanna well, I'd wanna be eight games over five hundred, but the way they're playing, that's not I wouldn't pick this out to be like, hey, play this way and if you're eight games over five hundred, everything is fine. Like yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't choose that. But there's also a part of me that's like, all right, they're still trying to figure some things out. I'm glad they're trying to figure some things out eight games over as opposed to eight games under. You know what I mean, Captain Obvious there. But, like, you you can try to figure some things out and, and find out who you are as a team and be awful. Like, you could be the Warriors. Mm-hmm. You know, the Warriors are two or three games under 500. They're trying to figure it out. They may be able to turn it up and, you know, Make a play-in or even a six seed or something like that. Well, they're not. Yeah, they're still even with that. They're not far away from the playing because of the way the Lakers are playing right now. Yeah. So, so that could happen, but I'd much rather be trying to figure it out. Yeah. Eight games yep. over with a little bit of a head start already. So you know, who hoping and assuming mm-hmm. that you figure it out, you're already eight, seven, six games over five hundred when you figure it out, and you can really take off at that point. We're talking through this right now. Like, are they like because they're eight games over? That's fair, but like, they're not like there's something off. Yeah, no, no doubt. Because yeah. like, I feel like honestly, yeah. for me, it's like there's four guys carrying this team right now. It's Fox, Monk, Keegan, and Sabonis. You get a good performance from two of those three, or, or two of those four, three out of the four, whatever. You're gonna be fine usually, but mm-hmm. it's just they're not getting the other contributions as often enough as they were last season. Yeah, I, th- I think there there there's a 
there's yeah there's a there's a lot of things uh to take from that the the, the way that the way that the stars or just the top four are carrying this team is tough because it's a you know it's a long season and we'll t- we'll talk more about De'Aaron like I, I I don't feel great about where De'Aaron is at um I, I know I, and I and I joked it wasn't it it, it wasn't a joke I kind of presented it as a punchline yesterday when I said well De'Aaron just dies sometimes <laughs> during the season but what but but but, but taking trying to take the the over the top you know, line out of it there. It does feel like there's a stretch each year. I was like, Oh, De'Aaron looks a little off. And then, you know, last year it was, just, there was something going on with his foot and you yeah. sit and you come back and like, Oh, look, there's the Aaron Fox again. Yeah. And you start to have to ask yourself the question like this, this is the load management conversation, right? The Kings have played a ton of basketball mm-hmm. over the last like 10 days or so, 14 days, yeah. by the way, second out of a back-to-back tonight against Charlotte. With like with 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 Charlotte's whole lineup out again, so you know what that means, Man. right? So <laughs> it, it, and and it's 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 just nonstop, you know, basketball. And now you 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 throw in the travel factor where maybe you do have to a hey, Foxy chill. He had twenty six last night. Right. He in in like, yeah, like ten of them in the fourth. Or he had double digits in the fourth. Right? Yeah, he was the leading scorer in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, Fox was in. Was in full effect, and the funny thing about De'Aaron is, like, he'll look a step slow for De'Aaron, mm-hmm. but De'Aaron a step slow is still faster than virtually everyone he's going against. Right. And like you watch that uh, uh, halftime, that shot he made right before halftime, it looked like he was for De'Aaron. He was slugging through it. Right. He beat two guys in the process and hit his little low in the in the paint little. Floater. I guess it's a floater. A push action. Yeah. Like, it's a bucket. Yeah. A bucket right there for Fox. Yeah, I man, you're 100% right with all that. I just think this team is I'm batting a thousand today. <laughs> Except for my shirt, apparently. Shirt is fire. What is he That's talking about? Man, shirt is fire. Chat's mean. Um shout out to Primo J, by the way. Shout out to Primo J and Zach yeah, if y'all yeah, listening, yeah, yeah. man. Big we appreciate ups, y'all. Man. Big ups. Uh, I just true story. It's a quick, 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 quick sidebar. Cause hold your thought till we get back. Gotcha. Quick, quick sidebar. I uh, we were at uh, Echo and Rig last night, um, booking the territory, as they say in wrestling with the with the with the with, the, with, the, with our bosses. And by the way, this is this is this is this is this is a line I think only our crew will get. Like like the chatty house and everybody listening. You know who we are to our company? We're the click. That's who we are. That's fire. Yeah, we're the click. That's fire. Yeah, when when Vince McMahon needs an idea, <laughs> he comes to old HBK and 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 Big Daddy Cool Diesel. But uh, man, Primo J was, we say, was give us a championship. <laughs> hey, we'll run with it. Boyhood dream has come true. Uh, Primo J was out. My man Zach comes over. Hey, big fan of the show. It's like, hey man, that's awesome. Hey, I saw the McLaren outside. Is KC here? Stop I was like, it. Oh, stop it, man, KC. Casey's not here. Sorry, man. He, he, had, to, he had to get Stop home. Stop it. We'll come back. That That's the ridiculous. truth. It happened. Zach will tell you. It happened. Um, we'll come back. We'll talk much more uh, about the Sacramento Kings. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about Mike Brown, too. And, and I, I don't fault Mike for what's happening, but, man, it's just it's – just, 
I don't want this many bad vibes out of a win, man. But, boy, there was some weird things that happened last night. We'll talk about it. D-Lo and KC brought to you by our great friends over at Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. I, I, I mentioned this real quick because it doesn't have any of the Kings, but it does have something to do with the game last night. Our man GL says, it's kind of sad seeing Marvin Bagley yesterday. DMP, CD. Those are happening a lot. And I'll admit, I didn't really think about it until the very end of the game when he walked over. I think he hugged Domas. Uh, and I did kind of feel bad for Marvin. I, yeah. like, I felt bad in the sense, like, it didn't work out. I don't think it's going to work out. But like, I do. Like, it's a, all jokes aside, that's a former number, over two, two, number two overall pick. Like, I do feel a little bit bad for him that it didn't, yeah, it didn't work sure. out. For sure. I mean... I've said it a number of different times. You said it as well. He's a good man, good young man, good kid when he was here. You know, um, was was never, at least from what I heard in my interactions, was never mean or rude to people. He's a good man. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate that it didn't work out for him in these first two spots. And mm-hmm. hopefully he gets an opportunity to go somewhere and, and something does uh, click. But, yeah, definitely – but to see him in a situation where he's just not able to play at all. In the yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. But, you, you know, I, not to be, you know, diminishing. He, he's always going to be seven feet tall or six, whatever it is. Yeah. There's, there's value to that he in the league. He should be in the league. Yeah, like ho- years, hopefully he can get a little a little run in the league. Get an and, opportunity. But I did, I, 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 did, I did feel a little bit for him. Hopefully my man has been, you know, he, he had a – you know, he got a fairly nice contract from from yeah, Detroit. Frank said he got thirty seven point five million from Detroit. Yeah, hey, hopefully, hopefully, Brody. Money, not everything. No, it's not. That's but hopefully, a lot. Hopefully, Brody. Hopefully, Brody was smart, yeah. right? Hopefully, Brody has the right people around him. Yeah. But I, I'm with you. I did. I did feel. I did feel for him a little bit. Yeah, but hey, real quick, uh, while we while we giving out um, uh, shout outs, can I give a. Uh, Shout out to my man Hong over at Phenom mm-hmm. down in Doko. Uh, went into the store yesterday and, you know, you know, was talking to him for a little bit. And he's like, you sound familiar. I was like, yeah, you might hear me on the radio or whatever. He's like, yeah, 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 I remember that. I was mad at you. I said, oh, take a number. Like a lot of, the, a lot of people are. Well, yeah, I was like, what did I say? Fine. I cussed Casey out like <laughs> 10 times in my head a day, so don't worry about he, it. He was like. One of the days I was listening, you said you'd take uh, Fox over Luca. I was like, come on, man. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'd still take Fox over Luca. Luca, bad boy, though. But no, nah, man, Phenom, if you haven't checked it out, uh, one of the dopest shoe stores in you the You went city. yesterday, huh? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Still, well, that's where my car was. Mm-hmm. I had to walk down there real quick. It was probably one of the moments I was cussing you out. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to. Well, I don't. I don't have the the uh, the connections in a parking garage like you do. So I got. You talking it. about? I pressed a button and got a ticket. It cost you, me twenty four dollars. You said a number of different times, like, "Yo, my man's over there. He to recognize me." Out, 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 out. I've never said that. Jesse hasn't he said what are you where talking he parks, about? The guy recognizes him. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh, hey! Hey! Yes. No! 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 No, I'm cha- where's my challenge flag? 
That, that wasn't even convincing. You said, I yeah, need, yeah, I want people Jesse recognize me where I, That's cap. That's exactly what you said. No, no, okay. Why do you think I just make things up? You, you, I you, think you, you do. Just say, look, I, you said this. Where would I get that from? I have no idea. <laughs> you want us to let, um, let you in on our secret garage that we park at? No, I know where you park at. Oh, I didn't have to park, park there? there. I didn't have to park there yesterday. I uh, thought you guys didn't want that public. No, yeah, no, that's why I'm saying secret garage. No, Don't say I know where okay. you guys park. Just making sure. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I park my where I park is fine. I know. You it know, cost me twenty four dollars, but where I you guys are no jerks, man. I don't I don't need this. <laughs> I don't need this. According to Kenny, I'll go work at the end. <laughs> According not to Kenny. This was never said. Was I was asked said. about that at dinner last night. She was like, did you ever go back and listen to it? I was like, no. <laughs> I know what he said. And in the moment, that's what he said. You're going up to Damon, so what's so bad about the end, huh? <laughs> oh, that's not at all what they said. <laughs> that is not at all. <laughs> she was like, you really took offense to being told you worked at the end? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hip-hop, baby. I'm hip-hop. Um, I, 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 I mentioned, Mike, did you want to – you, you were about to – um. No, nah, we can go to we can go to Mike. We can go to Mike. <laughs> Juan Descano Anderson was waived, <laughs> signed to a ten day deal yesterday. I think we got the announcement. I don't even know that we announced that on the air. It might've, we might have gotten the alert like right after the show ended as we were leaving. That man played first quarter minutes yesterday. Mm. I like the acquisition of Juan Toscano Anderson. I, I, I believe there's there's things he could probably do that are, that are helpful for this yeah. team. He he put Juan Toscano Anderson in the game, but you know they were already down double digits at that point, so clearly he was frustrated with what they were doing defensively. I'm so concerned by what we're seeing from Mike, and not because I have an issue with what Mike Brown is doing. I have an issue that Mike clearly is looking for a specific style of play that the guys on this roster cannot give him, and he is searching. Sur- He's like that lady in that meme, you know, doing the doing the bit like this. The bees, the bees, the yeah, bees, the bees. He's, 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 he's trying to find it. And, Mike, if you're in Charlotte listening, bro, it's not happening. You, you got to find some. You got to I, – I, I, don't, I don't – it's not happening. We, we've seen Davion Mitchell in and out of the lineup. We've seen Keon Ellis in and out of the lineup. We've seen him start. Kevin Herter, then start Chris Duarte, then start Kevin Herter again. Like the the search for whatever Mike Brown is looking for is intense. He played a guy who signed a 10-day contract yesterday in the first effing quarter. Which isn't which that's not again, be clear, it's not an indictment of Mike Brown. It's an indictment of the way the Kings are playing. And it's indictment of it, it's it's a it's an exclamation point on the fact that whatever message Mike is trying to get across to them, it's not getting across to them, and he's searching. He is desperately trying to find something, and night after night after night, last night's the case of whether they win or they lose, he can't find it. Does the fact that he tried switching stuff up in the starting lineup? Because, I mean, Dorothy got hurt, so we didn't know exactly how far that was going to go. But the fact that he tried switching team. things up before the season even started, does that, like, what does that say? It's concerning. It's concerning because I don't think he, I don't think he buys Kevin Herter for what he wants. So, what I take from all this, I mean, there's, there's a lot going on yesterday. I think, I think Mike was talking. I think Mike was talking. I think Mike was... I think Mike was trying to tell 
this is just my just my guess. He's talking to that front office a little bit. Okay. Mm, like I, what you're giving me isn't good enough. I I need something. I need a JTA type, and I'll go down with the ship because this guy, at least he's he's fighting out there. I'll go down with that. I think that was maybe directly, maybe indirectly, a little bit of a message sent that, yeah, what you're giving me, what you what you left me with, it. it's not it. And I'd rather this guy that we got on a ten day. I'll give him the looks, but everything else, that's not it. You you got to do something for me here. So I I think I don't I. I don't know if a move is going to be made. I don't know. Some I told, said it yesterday. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's definitely going to be made. Other times it's like, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen at all. So I don't know what's going to happen. But I do think internally there's some things they can do first. Elaborate. Move Harrison to the bench with Trey Lyles as a starting four. Okay. So another change in the lineup. Yep. This one makes sense. I mean, Harrison did not play a lot yesterday. We've seen this before. This isn't the first time we've seen Harrison play such a uh, relative, you know, to, to to what we normally see, low amount of minutes. Yeah. But given all the chatter, the talk, um, trade discussions, all of the things that are going on in recent weeks, it 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 feels like. Okay, this it and you know it could be our own fault, but it did feel it did feel different last night. Yeah, to feel a little bit different last night that he, oh wow, they just they didn't play him, and it does. And I and I'm I mean I, we're Trey Lyles fans, right? And I don't want what part of what I'm worried about is like I feel like Trey's really effective, and I don't want Trey to become like the backup quarterback thing, mm-hmm. where the backup quarterback is the sexiest player on the court because you don't really get to see him very often. Or you get to see him in a specific role, like, oh, they work in that role, right? That's oh, fine. But then it's like, no, you're the you're, you're, your name's called now. Your name's called out with the fog and the lights and your your picture's on TV on Friday on national TV. Like, okay, now it's, now it's different. Now you're playing with different players too. Mm-hmm. Now you're playing against different players. Now the vibe is set up a little bit different. Everything is different. Now you're not walking into a game where the tone is set. Now I'm expecting you to start the game. That could be part of the issue as well. Is He walked into a game last night where the tone was bad. Yeah, They were down, as they've been a lot lately in the first quarter. I, 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 I'm not, I'm, honestly, I don't care. If that's, what, if, that, if that's the right call and it works, cool. But, like, what if it doesn't? Do you go back to Harrison? Because my here's my biggest concern. Here, I'll, give, I'll give you my biggest concern, and I'll shut the hell up. I don't think the Duarte-Herter stuff helped anyone. Like, Herter didn't come out and shooting the lights out. Like, again, and, and <laughs> he busted his ass. He was not invisible. Mm-hmm. Kevin Herter was not invisible. But at some point, fam, you're the two-guard. You were shooting 50% for a stretch of of basketball last year from the three-point line. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. But at some point, you got to hit your goddamn shots. Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is what you're here for. It's great that you're doing the other stuff, but the idea of doing the other stuff is doing it 
in conjunction with hitting your shot. Mm-hmm. This this move to Duarte didn't help him, and it did nothing for Duarte. So what if we hit a situation where I, – I, I, I don't want to say it, it, it's we, it's basically the same for Trey Lyles and it's the same for Harrison Barnes. Do you go back? No, the way I look at it, and this may be harsh or whatever the case may, be, it can't be. You, there's no way to be worse. No, there's no way to be. I mean, the guy played 14 minutes, put up one shot. At least Herder put up 11. He gave the threat of of making a shot by shooting the ball. Put up one shot, had one rebound, one assist. Trey Lyles can go in there. Hey. It can't be worse. It can't be worse. Mm-hmm. This guy's not doing anything. And if I'm and, – and they're in the chat talking about would Harrison accept playing on the bench and all this other stuff. I mean – I absolutely believe Harrison would. I think he would, but also, like, what leg does he have to stand on? You're not doing nothing. It's another game. How many times do we have to just come in here and talk about he didn't do nothing? Just had one like a week and a half ago against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We did nothing. Trey Lyles don't have to come in and score 12. Trey Lyles get eight rebounds, move the ball, at least mm-hmm. be a threat out there to shoot the basketball. But if he's starting, you don't feel like he needs to be more of a scoring threat? Not They're, they're eight games over with the guy that's doing nothing more times than not in the starting lineup. Okay, Just have a pulse. And it feels like well, Harrison that has would, a pulse. That would that would be an improvement at the four spot. I can't confirm that, but I'm pretty confident Harrison has a pulse. Is that lineup change one you save for after the trade deadline if Harrison's not moved? Like, do you want to send him to the bench right now? Because, I, like, I don't know if he's in if they're throwing him out there or whatever for negotiations and stuff. But like, do you want to make that move now? I don't believe that. I, I'll 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 say this until I'll say this until it, I this is not to be disrespectful to Matt Barnes. I just don't believe that's real. I don't believe showcasing is a thing. Well, not if a even... general manager tells me otherwise, then fine. Because if Mike thinks Trey Lyles is the way to go, I think he's going to go with Trey Lyles. I'm not even like going along the lines of showcasing, but like if I'm a GM and we're talking and it's like you're, we're talking about Harrison Barnes, we're having conversations. You just moved him to the bench. Well, yeah, you're trying to trade the two players that you just moved to the bench. Yeah. But that's <laughs> like if you don't make the move or whatever. But that's that the league, it. though. Like that's the league. That's the thing with. Uh, you know, players on expiring uh, contracts. When you're dealing with a team, like all of these, like the Siakam stuff, we want a first-round pick. Bro, for what? The hell am I going to give you a first-round pick for? For a dude who might be here for three months? Right. Like, no, it's the same thing. Why would I trade for a player that you just uh, moved to the bench? For the same reason I'm going to trade for a player that's on an expiring deal. We need to get through this season. We, we, we manufacture all of these different things in our heads when it comes to trading players, and none of them are real. And, and it's almost like um, – Got to give up a young star. Get the hell out of here. You got to give up a young star for a player with three months left on their contract. Stop it. And in that situation, it's almost like, uh, once again, like, well, you think I'm, you think I'm stupid? <laughs> you think I'm stupid? You, this guy hasn't been a part of anything for, for two weeks. He's been on the bench. All of a sudden, you're starting him. Say, oh, well, did you trade right. for a starter? Right. No, right. I've, right. I've watched the league. The guy's not playing. Right. He's not playing. So the fact that you threw him in a starting lineup now makes me think that, oh, no, no, we we believe in him. We just think it'd be a different fit. Like, like, no. like someone tunes in and Davion Mitchell is playing. Oh, we got to go get him. <laughs> like no one checks basketball reference except for us. Like no one has synergy except for us. Right. 
Like, they don't have a sea of scouts who are watching everything the Sacramento game. Kings are doing. They were at your last five games when he didn't play. The Teams scouts were there. literally have scouts that live here. And their job is to go watch Sacramento and every single team that walks through the Golden One Center. These people aren't as stupid as we sometimes make them out to be. They're watching, which is why I believe showcasing isn't real. If Harrison Barnes, with a clean bill of health, doesn't play another second for Sacramento from now until the trade, that's not going to influence what uh, a a team that would potentially trade for him does one way or the other. Team traded for Ben Simmons without Ben Simmons playing for a year. (laughs) James Harden got fat and a team traded for him. Come on, man. These people aren't stupid. Jordan Meeks puts up. Oh, I know it's going to be a smart ass remark. They aren't as smart as we think either, D'Lo. And he's not wrong. Well, no, that's fine. No, that's 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 fine. He's not not wrong on that one. Well, I don't think. Well, I'll push back on that and say maybe not as smart. They're everything they do is positioning. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 